Welcome to Talks with Trav with your host, Travis Diamond. Hey everyone, welcome back to Talks with Trav. I'm very excited for today's episode. Um, I have a few really big announcements to make and and then we're going to dive into the episode. Now real quick, I will let you know that I was joined in this episode by my wife Morgan and we just have a late night conversation talking about some of the reasons as to why we're doing what we're doing with our business and our brand, Adventure Way. The first announcement is that our website, abintraway.com, is up and running, fully functional. We took it down and revamped it, and we did that to make it easier for people to find what they're looking for on our website, but obviously also to to let people know, hey, there is a place that you can go to, to get access to this product, services, and resources you need to live a happier, healthier, and frictionless life. That's our goal, to help people improve the quality of their lives through holistic wellness. And when I say holistic wellness, I don't mean, oh, be positive and do yoga and only wear linen and, you know, like that's what people tend to think when you hear holistic. No, although mostly all of that is part of it. What I mean by holistic wellness is a a sense of wellness in your life that is all-encompassing. There's, you know, we, we believe there's eight pillars to wellness. It's about doing things that make sure all eight of those pillars are good and that you're doing things that align with all eight of those pillars in your overall wellness. So that website is there. We have, you can access all of my coaching courses and programs. We have a storefront that has only the highest quality products that can help you continue to live a more holistic, healthier life. Uh, some of the products we make ourselves, we're super excited about that, the Lycan Elixir. Uh, Lycan's a very, very, very powerful um, product of nature. It's actually a fungi. It's f- fun fact. Um, and it, it grows on trees. And the more lichen that's in the area, the higher quality the air is. So we're fortunate enough to live in an area with good quality air. So we can access that and make these these products with it to help you. So there's tons of products out there that you can check out that are on our website. And, it, and, and you can bet your bottom dollar if a product is on our website, abintraway.com. A-B-I-N-T-R-A-W-A-Y.com that we went through and made sure the company that it comes from is ethical, is as organic and healthy and and has an aligned vision with us. They're, they're only the highest sustainably sourced natural organic products. And, it, and, you know, we did that again because we really think it's important to be able to access everything in one collective setting. So that's there. There's also a resource page that has multiple pages that really just kind of dive into different areas of holistic living. And trust me when I say this, this is just phase one. We're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to improve and revamp. We're going to take things off. We're going to replace it with things that make more sense that are easily to un- easier to understand. And we're, we're really going to focus on honing in on delivering a high-quality website that helps people improve the quality of their lives. All right, so that's my first big announcement. Go check it out, abintraway.com, A-B-I-N-T-R-A-W-A-Y.com. There, there's plenty of opportunity to learn and to grow as a person. Now, the second big announcement, which I'm I'm super, super-duper excited for, um, is my wife and I have decided to take the next steps in our business and and launch a podcast that we host together. Um, Now, don't worry. Talks with Travis here. It's not going anywhere. I started Talks with Travis, a project for myself to share information that has helped me improve the quality of my life. And I focus predominantly on 
mental well-being, professional growth, personal development, things of that nature, right? And obviously all of that's critical for living a holistic, healthy life. But in the epi- the podcast my wife and I are launching, it's called Gestalt Speaking. We are going to really focus on some of the the things that you need to do in today's society to live a healthier, happier life. We're going to share some of the obstacles and hurdles that we've had to work through and some of the lessons we've learned that have allowed us to lead that life that we truly want to live. Because at the end of the day, guys, you can take it with a grain of salt or not. You're in charge of the outcome of your life. So why not make it a life worth living? So those are the two big announcements I'm super excited for. And like I said, in this episode, Morgan joins me. It's a conversation we had well after midnight. Um, I'm sure you'll be able to tell by how tired we both sound, especially me. I tend to go to bed by 9 or 10, so midnight still going was a, a rough, unexpected thing. But you know what? That's what happens when you have children. Sometimes you try to get up early and record something and or do anything, have a second to yourself, and they wake up right behind you. They just have this innate sense that you're awake. So we waited until they were asleep and we recorded. So that's what you're about to hear. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Would love the feedback. And again, as always, thank you so much for your time. It's very much appreciated. Make sure you go check out our website, adventureway.com. Would love feedback on that. Also, leave a review on the podcast if you're on Apple, Spotify, Google. Reviews help us grow. Reviews are what allow us to access charts and and get access to new listeners. And, you know, and I'm not asking you for a five-star review if you don't think it's five-star quality. Give me an honest review because the only way I'm going to improve is through honest reviews and honesty from others. And with that being said, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode that Morgan and I recorded just the other day. Yeah, so I had this idea come to me the other day where we've been saying these phrases such as breaking through the glass ceiling and tearing down these societies, these these structures within our society. But I don't think we should be focusing on that. I think that we should be looking to build within our home. And then when we have that system in place, building in our yard so that our neighbors in our community can see what we have absorbed from the environment around us, what we have observed and been able to break down and integrate and come up with something tangible to offer our community. If this is something that has value, people are going to come and they're going to add to and it's going to make this idea, this beautiful structure get stronger and hopefully one day completely be so much bigger than the other uh, structures that we are. Right. So instead of coming in and, as you said, you know, tearing down, destroying, eradicating, whatever word of demolishing you want to use, the existing thing in said system, you're saying come in and offer what you believe to be a better version of that system and focus solely on you and your your community, your family, your local area and through its effectiveness and success with you and your close-knit circle that'll eventually spread out more and more and more and more. Yes. And yeah, and ultimately replacing 
the existing system, mm-hmm. the existing whatever it may be. Yeah, no, I, I like that. I think that that's a great way to look at it because there's no, I, I mean, when, when people want to talk about making change, the first thing that, I, or I'm sorry, not, not the first thing. When people talk about making change and they work or work with organizations that are pursuing change, a lot of that change is fueled by anger for the existing system. Mm-hmm. And I think in some cases it's appropriate, but in many cases it's not because I think it's more of a the majority of people are completely ignorant to what's actually going on in said system. So they don't know that they're contributing to a flawed or broken system. Yeah. So I think the perspective that you have and that I'm, you know, I appreciate and I'm going to be adopting is coming from a place of acceptance for what is positivity um i would also say a place of confidence and security in your beliefs right and what you believe to be the correct route to take so ooh, okay i am blushing right now um thank you it is out of confidence because instead of focusing on the other Let's tear down the system. Let's let's burn everyone. We can't do that, and we're not big enough to change the world in that way. Uh, be the change that you want to see in the world. I mean, that is one of the quotes that I've held very dear to myself that you introduced me to. And I just found a new way to to integrate it into my life. Yeah, I mean... One of the best things about living in today, especially in the country that we live in, while it has plenty of inherent flaws, I think having access to the information through technology and internet and connection gives you a leg up. And living in a country that allows you to choose the subtle nuances of your life, such as what kind of food I'm eating when I'm eating it, and you know where I'm allowed to shop. Mm-hmm. And and do I get options or not? You know, that's we're very fortunate in that regard as well. So I think having the combination of that allows you to change your life around and be that shining light leading by example and create the systems in your life, get the benefits of them, and share with other people, allowing them to reap the benefits as well yes um so many things just like flooded my mind as you were speaking one of them being oh my gosh I just totally blanked (laughs) what were you just saying I was just saying oh the information yes yes so I wanted to touch on this there is so much information out there that it's overwhelming I had a professor who was from Australia, and they really don't have a lot of choices for, like, toothpaste and, and just, like, everything over there, mm-hmm. all, of the, all the hygiene products, all of the products in general. 
Um, and so she talked about how overwhelming and anxiety-inducing it was to go to the grocery store and to have to pick. And when you are someone who's really trying to do what's best for your family, I mean, analysis paralysis or just guilt all the time because it's so hard. The candy aisle sucks for me. Mm. Like, honestly, I remember being a kid. Like, I couldn't decide which which candy bar or chocolate I wanted. There was just so many, and I always felt like, oh, if I get this, and I can't have any of these other ones I like, and I was real noncommittal about it. Oh. And I didn't realize no. until later in life that it was because of not that I was... Yeah. A little fat kid that really loves sweets. There's just so much. There's, there's no just need too much. for all I of that. Decide. There's no need. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So. I think I think there was some studies done that showed I could be wrong on this number, but I, I want to say it was either three or four options. I think three is like the. Two's really good, but you know I think in society if you give people two choices. They get real group thinkish and culty. Mm, yeah, I know that. That is very true. <laughs> so, throw a third one in there to reduce the. <laughs> yes. But anyways, um, back to what we were talking about with, I mean, being the change you want to see in the world, leading by example, living, taking control of your life, living life on your terms. That's. Giving yourself the freedom of choice, of thought, of action, of, of, you know, beliefs, whatever. Whatever it is, like, even if you're in a situation where you can't, you don't have all the freedoms that were afforded, like, you still in some regards have the freedom, like, you can give yourself freedom of mindset, right? Mm -hmm. The man's search for meaning, Viktor Frankl. Like that's that's what that whole book's about. Despite how bad things may be right now, you can always they they can't take your mind. Very much so. But this is where one of my biggest I don't want to say argument, but just talking points is we are being like we when you think of any type of experiment that happens, you have to have informed consent, any type of, like, study, informed consent, right? P the, the structure of our, of our medical system, which encompasses the mental health, is the mental health side of it, being able to be in control of your emotions, being able to cognitively process information and uh, have full control of your executive functioning, um, that is all affected by food and, and, and the environment around you. And when there are so many different toxins and carcinogens and pollution and waste, and there's, it's, um, it's basically virtually impossible to avoid, I feel like it's not informed consent. And I kind of got a little crazy. No, no, topic. no, that was that, not at all. So <clears throat> to, to kind of roll that back in, informed consent, it, yes, you're right. You should have informed consent for things, especially if they're like, 
consuming them. Can I can I redo that that one point over again? Yeah, just say it over. Okay, yeah. So this is something that I get I'm very passionate about. There's so many people, me included, who do not have access to their full brain. That's why I speak so strongly about this. I do not have full access to my brain. And you know what? We'll keep a clip in there where I've just completely blank out on what I'm talking about or can't remember a word and it just throws me off. Like, I know I do not have full access Mm -hmm. to my brain. And that is because of the environmental toxins and the trauma and the genetics and the whole entire impact of society. But I know that's a very loaded topic right there. So, So, yes and no. One of the things that we don't recognize is that health, health care is like it's broken down into many different areas many different factions many different parts pillars whatever so one of those pillars is in fact environmental wellness mm-hmm. and that is everything from big picture environmental wellness recycling save the trees that kind of stuff mm-hmm. to are you comfortable in your bedroom? Does it make bring you joy? Yeah. Right? And that includes the toxins, the harmful ke- chemicals and substance, the processed stuff, like all of those things, the preservatives that are known to, are proven in certain doses in certain situations to, over certain periods of time, to cause negative impact on humans. Now, as far as validity of what I just said goes if you just search environmental wellness you will see every university under the sun mm-hmm. all acknowledging that the stuff that you consume the toxins that come into your systems through everyday interactions etc do have a negative impact on you and see and it just didn't click to me until just now I took that class um, in my program Uh, foundations of environmental health and that's exactly what I'm talking about you can literally float through life and it not connect you not you process things but you don't integrate it into your mind your body and your soul and so that disconnect I have been fixated upon what no please please speak sorry I was um So you were talking about you can just float through life and like you'll you'll get it, but mm-hmm. you won't like cement it. Yeah. And I was reading, doing a little research on breathing earlier today. So it's it's funny that you mentioned this, and I'm not saying this is necessarily correlated, but it's interesting. It struck came up. So there's this thing called mouth breathing syndrome, mm. which I would say is probably one of the most underdiagnosed things there are in this country, considering how many of us breathe out of our our mouths. And Mm -hmm. I did that for a long time, most of my entire life, until very recently. Like, one of the things that come with mouth breathing syndrome, oh no, I just lost, what did you say right before that? 
Oh, memory. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry. That's what you hear. Yeah. yeah. So, when, when you breathe through your nose, it, the smells come into your olfactory station, and it helps cement that memory a little bit better. And then there's like three stages of memory. It's like the initial stage of introduction. It's where you're kind of like cementing it in and getting it to stick for the long term, and then it's recalling it. Mm. So when you breathe through your nose, you're connecting more neuropathways through scent, one of those senses, Mm -hmm. as well as through like what you heard or what you saw, how you were feeling, you're adding another uh, anchor, if you will, to submit that memory in. Mm. And this is stuff that's been proven like in in labs. Now, I'm not saying that that would fix what you're talking about. Yeah. But it did strike me that it's, you know, because breathing is one of the, the fundamental things of wellness as well. So Yes, no, completely. And uh, that's, hmm. no, I've taken... I mean, it's some type of science class every year for, you know, my entire life of school. But I, I remember taking anatomy and physiology, mm-hmm. and there was never a conversation about, hey, breathe through your nose, and here's why. I knew that the olfactory station existed in the nose. Yeah. Didn't but not the importance did. of every system right. and how they interconnect with one, one, with one another. Right. And the point to all of that is it's just another misstep of the system that exists today as it exists it's very unless you know to look for things it's like if you don't have Mm -hmm. if you don't have this information like i'm very fortunate that we're both curious yeah because we we tend to dive deep into things and say okay we'll just ask like a a probing question and then we'll go in or Mm -hmm. if we hear about something and we're you know we we listen to a lot of different podcasts and we do a lot of different reading and studying and stuff so it's good to have this wide range of information but one of the things we found is it's not readily available it's It's work and i like so who You can attest to me on this one. My biggest journey this year has been trying to find the whole picture, the whole entire picture, Uh, because you you really can't understand one part of the system without understanding the whole entire system. And I think that for a lot of the neurodivergent community, they would agree that learning for us comes bottom up. Whereas our uh, education system right now and the way that information is given at work is this, like, top-bottom approach. So that's why there's people who always have so many questions to ask because they need to know the whole entire thing. Could you, could you clarify? Well, I guess you kind of just did, but explain top-bottom, bottom-top. Yeah, so I guess I would just do it like... It. You know those like visuals, those infographics on certain sub, uh, any subject, and usually with like these infographics or um, you know maps and stuff, they'll have the whole entire topic that they're trying to talk about and and broken down like segmented. Okay. Yes, but all at once, and in a way where you can understand the entirety of it and then work down to the details. Okay, so big picture first. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. 
the alter- the other side of that is learning this where you need to learn all the details before you can see the big picture. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So I've just been like trying to make all these mind maps throughout my whole life. I mean, that's essentially what it is, a mind map to show you. But if you're trying to get a- across an idea, why not do it in a mind map instead of just this one little detail of it? <laughs> so that's been a struggle. Putting it into words for people. Yeah, I mean, well, that's... That is, I'm sure that is a struggle. Not just putting it into words, but recognizing how hard it is and then, you know, not succeeding when you're trying to put it into words in real time. Mm-hmm. I'd say... If mind maps are what help you, mm-hmm. then mind map. Mm-hmm. Because they're not going to see you doing... Like, if you mind map something on your time, and you can articulate something that ad- accurately depicts whatever you're trying to get across... Yeah. Then that's... Who cares? Because mm-hmm. to be honest, you're like... Oh, I, to work through these ideas I have, I have to mind map. Mm-hmm. No, it's sad. It really is. So when you say working through ideas, big magic, uh, I will link her her name. And and see, that's that's the problem. This is the the dilemma. Twelve twenty one, divine feminine. Um, this is something that I'm currently working through of. I have gathered this knowledge, (laughs) the big pictures, but I have not taken it from one part of my brain, which has the the thinking, to the actual speaking part. Um, So it's really hard to articulate, and I haven't haven't been in the best health. So when I could have been keeping track and making these mind maps, uh, I was ha- I was just like laying down reading because that was the only thing that felt comfortable. Well, so. to be fair, you say when you could have been making them, you were sick. Well, then you couldn't have been making them at that time because you weren't capable of it. Mm. You weren't well. So I think a better way to say that is what you when you wanted to do them. You were unable to. I wanted to. to do them. I'm not, so I what I'm like getting I'm at is give yourself up. a little grace. Thank you. Oh, I'm really, really excited. I just like finished up the list of just my like phone library books, and I've got 126. And we still haven't even gone through the books that are in our home. So, and then my wish list. And then I'm going to categorize all of them for people. Like, I'm living my best life. You were talking about mouth breathing earlier. I did not know that that was a syndrome. And I'm just, I immediately, And it has a pretty pretty intense impact on kids. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like if you, if there's like emotional disturbances in the child, the first line of the system is not to ask or check for mouth breathing. And that is number one. You need to be looking and, and hearing your child sleep to determine what's really so going on. not just that. When there's emotional turbulence in a child's life, mm-hmm. what's one of the first physiological responses they have? 
biological responses. Hyperventilation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hyperventilation exacerbates mouth breathing. Mm-hmm. Makes it really? worse. It makes it, it makes it you're more likely that you breathe oh. mouth breathing. And then, like we were talking about earlier today, when you do something it's in your sleep, you're doing it subconsciously. So if you mouth breathe in your sleep, you're cementing that in your subconscious when you're awake as well. So, like, that's why My heart. tape, the little piece of tape is, you know, considered to be so effective. I've never used it. Yeah. Um, I have this, uh, the way my pillow sits, actually, I can just close my mouth and it's pretty much like... Like lock shut. Yeah. I do think I'm going to try the tape method. And no, I'm not saying duck or, like, put a piece of tape over your kid's mouth. I'm talking about... Oh, my gosh, tape, that would... Don't do it to that order. <laughs> that Let would them freak do it. him out. Yeah, he would be pissed. He would be. Who put tape over my mouth? It just like talking about the the mouth breathing, and some so something that you said about sickness. Or no, no, I don't, I don't. No, no, no. Yes, you didn't say anything about sickness, but I'm thinking of our son and how he was sick, basically the whole winter season. Mm-hmm. And so the whole time he was congested and running nose. So he's just like breathing through his mouth. He's sleeping with all that. And it's like, that's torture. Mm -hmm. That's absolute torture. The things that he's trying to learn and keeping control of his emotions, learning. And I mean, for everything that he's gone through, he is an amazing young boy. I'm very excited. Emotional intelligence is off the charts. Yeah, it's kind of scary. How, how good his emotional intelligence is. He knows how to read a room. He does. He might not know the appropriate things to do sometimes, but... but he, he's a kid, so he yeah, when just he's wants observing, to make people happy yeah. through his silly ways. It's so endearing. But, I mean, that's the thing. Like That's why it's so important to understand health at its core, understand the brain, because with our children and neurodivergence, they are going to be a lot smarter than they can articulate. And they're behind, or just behind their peers um, in terms of, yeah, yeah. So, like he reads more than, than we know, like, He's absorbing right. everything, and his little brain is thinking about it, and he just doesn't have the words for it to talk with us. Right. <clears throat> it's always it's quite interesting to see him, like, go through the learning process. Oh, yes. It is. It's very interesting. He asks very big questions. Mm-hmm. I, see, I cannot... I cannot direct him in his learning at all because he's just, he just comes up to me and he has a question and I, you know, I give him the answer, a full answer, and he's just so mm, involved in what I'm saying. And then he might just completely walk away after I say everything that I did. Uh, But then he comes back later with a couple more questions. And, and really insightful ones. Yeah, Unschooling for the Win. John Holt's book. Good stuff. Unschooling, yeah. If you, if you want to t- 
teach your children how to learn, how to explore and understand. Unschooling, the Montessori approach, those types of education. And there's, there's schools that exist that utilize those today that you, your children can go to. Mm-hmm. They're few and far between, but they exist, and some of them can be rather pricey. But um, that method of education, if you will, teaching your child how to learn, is far superior than the public education system that we have today of teaching memorization. Yeah. Well, and see, like, doing this at home, doing this unschooling method, this is the bottom-up teaching for our kids. Mm -hmm. You know, they're getting, they're understanding how the world works. They're observing, they're interacting, um, and they're able to really get the core of what we all need to know in life and then going to the details of the math of the algebra and all that stuff later in life and they already you know they're ready that's what they're they're interested in that because there is a natural progressive interest in the world around you if we allow it if we facilitate that curiosity with love and support and encouragement right they're gonna they're gonna go around the world twice over i mean going back to environmental wellness like for mm-hmm. children you you have to give them it's it's a hard hard but beautiful dance of giving them enough space to be independent and make their own decisions and be creative and be explorers and and all of that and give them the proper guidance to make sure that you know they're functional I guess (laughs) like you know because it could be really easy for them to be all of the things I just said, but also be going in the wrong direction with all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to kind of keep them guided to a degree, but I think uh, the environment, like the support system for a child. Yeah. Like what, not not just like, is it a happy home, but is it a healthy home? Mm-hmm. Are, are you spending time outside? Apparently there was a study that recently came out like a couple of days ago that indicates two plus hours outside a day can help um, ward off and prevent nearsightedness. Oh, wow. And there's obviously tons of other benefits to spending time outside. But yeah. Because it's a... There's several reasons they said, but one of them I, I remember off the top of my head was... It's a combination of looking at things in detail close, but Mm. also looking far away and not focusing necessarily Mm. on anything. Um, And I guess something with the the dilation of the eyes and you're going close, far, close, far. Mm. I don't know. I I just kind of glanced at it briefly. It's in my to-be-read file, so that thing's never-ending. I just want to read everything. But there is no way to read everything, so, you know. No, that is, that's that's true. Um, you do a simple Google search for, you ask a very specific question, and you will get 100 plus thousand <laughs> different options. 
Some yeah. of them might not be relative, relevant, but, you know, you'll get all of those options, and that's for any question you put in there. So it's, no, it's not even remotely close to possible. And with the way we receive information today, exponentially. Mm-hmm. Like, we receive more information today than we had leading up to today, from yesterday back. Yeah. All of that information combined is still less than what we've acquired just today. And it's just going to continue to do that mm-hmm. because as, as we expand our capacities as a species and through technology and all of that, and then our just sheer population continues to increase, there's more access to more information. So, Yeah, that's why I just feel like with what we're doing, with what we're trying to create, it, we, this is not our original idea. Mm-mm. We have just come across how everything that we need comes from Earth, essentially. And the closer that we get to that idea, that lifestyle, the healthier we become. This, is, this has been known for all of humanity. Um, and so the excitement comes in where, like, I get it now. I see the bigger picture, and I know how I can play in the greater the greater experience of it and we get to use a platform that we create that we have created and uplift so many others who are speaking their passions i'm a i'm an omnipresent thing i just like i don't e- i cannot tell you one specific thing that's where you, you've helped so much because you can like Break it down into chunks, but um, yeah, I I want to be able to bring the whole picture together. Yeah, and I think that's the only way you can actually create something new. Going back to the original point, yeah, like we can't try to create something new but exclude anything because when we exclude things especially that has to do with the holistic life Mm -hmm. we are inherently failing to live a holistic life because holistic means all encompassing Mm -hmm. so if we leave something out you know that's that's where the dis-ease comes in mm -hmm. exactly and a Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. I mean, no idea is original. Mm-hmm. It is just the person who acts upon it. And you get this, like, oh, gosh, it's such a good book. Um, yeah. And it's been one of the one of these, like, foundational ideas as I've gone through this journey, just really taking these ideas and, and watching it come to life. Like, this has been mm-hmm. the greatest experience, watching our website and and watching you grow in the podcast this being our you know a really good podcast I love it I feel so good um you know working on our book together creating our family like it's just so wonderful yeah and it it all all because of ideas Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of like to relate to big magic Stephen Pressfield's book the war of art oh yes he talks about how the muse and the muses will give you 
ideas. They will bestow ideas upon you, and it's your obligation to act upon them when they hit you, because if you do not, they will go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I've, I've been trying to get better at when that thought comes to me, doing it or or documenting it in some way so like if i think about like a good line that i want to use in a video or a subject i want to talk about i'll write it down or i'll just pull out my phone and i'll say like a 30 second to a minute video of whatever it is i'm talking about so i can go back to it that way i don't lose the idea Mm -hmm. because i have a lot of really good ideas have like just they they came to me and they went away from me just as seamlessly because I didn't act on them so yeah yeah and I mean it it, you you have to act on it at first and then you have to keep going to it you know really like build that foundation but uh, yeah it's it's really exciting I'm looking at um (laughs) our book shelves we have two book shelves on our wall and I'm just so proud of our collection. I, I think it's such a gift being able to be in this time of the availability of all this information and all of these ideas. Um, and as I'm like ha, getting more access to my brain and I'm able to like really see even deeper the connections, it's just so much fun. But the Eastern body, Western body, like these like medical systems to really pull all of these systems together that's where that's where the answer lies which i mean let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food ultimately but we are so far from that plant medicine um and full of like toxins so it's yeah, going to take I time mean- to Detox. So, so y- yes, it's it's going to take a lot of effort and energy to not consume things like that because of how abundant they are. Mm-hmm. So, especially in the states. So it's not just detoxing; it's having that plan to not have to ever detox again. Yeah, kind of deal. And which is what we are building right that's that's what I was that's what I was getting at like and that's why it's important what we're doing and it I understand how overwhelming the thought of creating a a whole new process for your life can be Mm -hmm. I've done that a lot and if you're someone who hasn't you're just hearing about this whole holistic life or you're hearing about how bad those pesticides on the vegetables are and all of that stuff then it's going to be very difficult. Like, the information is very overwhelming. And there's no support for it because... And I didn't realize uh, that it's called, like, the big pharma conspiracy theory. But I, 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 I struggle with this because how is it a conspiracy theory when we have actual data to prove every single point that we're trying to make? But anyways, um, when you start talking about it to friends and family and need support, you just get, like, pushback. And, you know, this is a huge journey, and you need to keep momentum up to keep going. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's it's a conspiracy theory because the powers that be say it is. That's what the media pushes. Um, You're scoffed at and dismissed when you bring up things like that. Like... Mm -hmm. 
you know, I'll give you an example right now. If you don't think the healthcare system's rigged for financial gain, I spent six years working for a healthcare organization, a very successful one, and I'm just going to leave any details about them at that. And I was in the patient accounting department, the patient accounts department, patient access, whatever the healthcare system you know calls it, billing. And I was reviewing the chart, the the charges for a, a patient in particular, and they had received one Tylenol, and it was one hundred and twenty eight dollars. Mm. I mean, this 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 breaks people. Yeah. I mean, it's part of my job specifically. Uh, dealing with that was I would get calls and they would say hey this person has this kind of procedure coming up today they're here checking in for it and they owe this much money but they don't have it can they have their medical procedure that a doctor referred them to get and it was approved and you know like all of these things like if it's scheduled that means it's needed it's like it's uh, it makes sense right and I never once was said now. I'm like, of course, like don't 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 call me asking if somebody can have something. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a hundred thousand dollar procedure and they don't have a penny on them. Like we shouldn't be at checking in for surgery day of, talking about money. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Anyways, um, don't know why I went on that little tangent, but um, back backing it up a little bit. Yeah, the information is. Not as a, it's a, there's an abundance of information, but there's not the resources, like the co- organized, collected resources that yes, allow it to. it's so hard. So. And when you're dealing with that, like, broken memory and the glitches and the way that your body feels and, you know, navigating through with no support, um, to be able to find that one resource and, like, continue on making all of those connections, it feels impossible at times. So I'm really glad that we can just be a a light because I really would have loved to come across what we have built four years ago. 